0: Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Hey there, and welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social. I'm your host, interior decorator Darla Powell, and today's guest, Katie Saunders of Pop and Gray, is going to be talking to us about all things branding for your interior design business. Are people saying what you want them to be saying about your business when you aren't around, <laughs> when you're not looking behind your back? We're going to dig into that, why that might be happening, and uh, how you can get them to say exactly what you want them to hear. So make sure you stay tuned for that. A little bit of housekeeping, as I mentioned before, for our Wingnut webinars, we are taking a, a couple of months break just for the holidays and for High Point And all that gives my team a little bit of break because we are swamped, swamped, swamped with client work. Wingnut Academy, I swear to you, I swear I'm not lying. <laughs> that is a thing. It's just so good that it's taking some time with all our client work to put together, but it's going to be amazing. So make sure you go to wingnutsocial.com, sign up for those uh, updates to make sure that you're in the loop there when that launches, because maybe you're not in a situation right now to, um, you know, budget delegating all that uh, social media marketing out. But you, you have no idea how to do it. You have no strategy. You don't know the difference from positioning to value propositions to content pillars from a hole in your head, WingnutSocial.com. Stay tuned for that. And um, all right, I think that's it for housekeeping. So without further ado, Katie Saunders is a brand designer and strategist, and she combines artistic talent with marketing strategy to create effective brands and websites for interior designers and other creative businesses. Using a collaborative approach, Katie provides her clients with strategy and implementation, creating custom branding that's authentic to their story and speaks to their ideal clients. Katie lives, works, cooks, and plays a mean game of backyard basketball with her husband and two daughters in North Carolina. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Katie Saunders to the show. Hey there, Katie Saunders. Welcome to the show. How the hell are you? I'm great. How are you? I am terrific, and today we're talking about branding your interior design business, and we're going to talk about some stuff that's going to surprise a lot of folks, I think. it's Some of the philosophies are, are counterintuitive to us as creatives in the interior design realm about going and branding our business. So before we dive in, just tell the audience a little bit about what makes you an expert in this field, and we'll we'll dig in.
1: Yeah, so I am Katie from Pop and Gray, and I work with tons of interior designers on just working through their brand strategy and moving that strategy into a visual brand and making sure it's all in alignment and then creating um, marketing materials, websites, all the things and consistency in their brand all of the things right you'd be surprised <laughs> katie we have a lot of um
0: interior design clients here at wingnet social and we you know we're a digital marketing agency for um interior designers and, and architects and that'll come to us to market their brand on social and not, for seo and, and blogging and such and they have no brand. They have no consistency. They have no branding. They have no guidelines. So before we get into your particular points about it, tell us why that is so important to have a cohesive branding before we get out and even really, you know, start putting our name out there.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of people think they have a brand. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, they when they start out, they might have someone create a quick logo and um, maybe they have a few different colors that they use, and maybe even a few fonts. And then if they have all three of those things, they think they are like, good to go. (laughs) Um, And that really is a big part of your visual brand. But I think, you know, what people tend to miss is that that's just sort of the implementation of what your brand actually is. And so your brand is really you know, what what are people saying about your business when you're not around? And you know, what is the overall feeling that your business is giving people? And what is that experience like? And, you know, really it's it's hard to control on your own. It's it's something that if you don't really out the gate, make sure that you have an idea of what you want your brand to be and create all these things to support that, then other people decide what your brand is. And, and that's never a good thing. <laughs> we always want to control that conversation.
0: Exactly. That's what we like to say here is how if your if your brand was a person, how would it be perceived? You know, what mm-hmm. what? um you almost have to treat your brand, even if it's not eponymous, it's not named after you, um, if it had its own personality or its own soul. So, right. uh, as interior designers, I made this mistake a little bit in the beginning as well. Before, you know, I had my interior design firm full time, Darla Powell Interiors. Was I? I thought that my. My branding had to match my design aesthetic. And I think a lot of interior designers think that, that their branding has to say that they're a contemporary this or that they're a glam that. Is
1: is that correct or or no? To walk walk us through that. So that is definitely the number one thing that interior designers want to do when they start their brand. I mean, at the beginning of every project, you know, I look at their I I look at their portfolio, you know, we go through like, what is their style and make sure I understand that. Um, so I think what's hard to wrap your head around for designers is that your brand or your, your design aesthetic influences your brand. Like we have to know what that is and it does need to shine through in that complete brand, but it doesn't define the whole thing. Um, and so, you know, the reason I make people back up is because, I mean, just, it, it does make sense. Like innately you would think like, well, if I design this style of home for people, you know, they're, if, if they're attracted to this style of design, then my brain needs to look like that because then they know that that's what I do and it sort of guides them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it, what happens when you do that is that, Yes, people who are attracted to that style are going to be attracted to your visual brand. So in in that way, it's good. But then that's where it ends. You know, you're, you're showing them the style you create. But then that gives people the ability to, okay, well, I want this, you know, I want this style design. So I have found four interior designers that all have the same style. And now I can just go by price. Uh And so you've taken emotion and gut feeling out of their decision making process. So what you want your brand to do is, okay, so maybe you need to pull a little bit of that aesthetic in because it does connect with that crowd. But more importantly, you need to find a way to make an emotional connection with them. You need to make sure that your brand actually defines, you know, it it expresses your values. It expresses what is that experience like working with you, which could really differentiate you from another designer who has your exact same style. Right. So, you know, maybe you both have, you both design homes that have this Scandinavian style. Okay, great. But maybe you're really warm and fuzzy and chatty and, you know, and maybe this other designer is like very no nonsense to the point your brand needs to show that. So you have to figure out like where, you know, that aesthetic style gives you sort of like a runway and it gives you some guardrails and you work within that. But within that style, I mean, there's a ton of different directions you can go. So you have to make sure that you figure out all those little things.
0: Okay. So let's dissect this a little bit. First of all, when we're talking about brand, I think that a lot of listeners might be automatically just saying, oh, my logo, you know, or that's my logo. So we're talking about a lot of things other than um, the logo, right? We're talking about uh, the, the the look and the feel of the the graphic design that's associated with your firm, of course, but also the messaging and the voice and, and how right. you're comporting yourself on that. So can you talk a little bit about the elements that go into making a successful brand and then once we've just established that we're clear on that, we'll we'll talk a little bit about how we do that. We, we portray our values and the feel and that emotion across those elements.
1: Right. So I think one of the most important things to start with when you're trying to figure out your brand is I like to write a positioning statement. And so that's something that you know you're probably no one will ever see but you and maybe your team <laughs> um no one it's not really a client facing document that you're ever going to show anyone but it will help inform everything that you do i mean it's really it's almost like an elevator pitch but it's just for yourself um and so we use that in the very beginning to make sure that you know what's important to you you know the type of client that you do the best work for you know, that, you know, the type of work that you do, are you, you know, what are you focusing on? You know, you might do all different kinds of work within the interior design industry, but there needs to be one thing that you really are going after. So it just will help you kind of niche down in your messaging. Um, so we always start with that. I think that's a really important part of creating a strategy. Um, And then in addition to that, you just need to make sure you know exactly who that ideal client is, even if you do take jobs outside of that ideal client, which, you know, we all do at times, (laughs) whether you mean to or not, like it happens. Yeah, Um, Sometimes you can't help it. Yeah, Yeah. But you should always be messaging for that certain client. And then, you know, some others are going to fall in and that's fine. Um, So, you know, you need to know who that client is. You need to know what your core values are, what's really important to you. You need to know what is the experience that your brand gives people. So when they come to work with you, you know, what is your process like? How is it different than if they had hired someone else? And then once you know that experience, figure out how to give that same feel in the copy on your website um, you know, your your voice it, when you're posting on social media, all the copy on your website, all of that should feel like they're having an organic conversation with you. And then, you know, I, I do think it's easier to start with the words, start with that copy and the messaging, get all of that figured out, and then go to the visuals. And I think that's where people get, get backwards is that... Yeah. It's, it's fun to start with the visuals. You know what colors you <laughs> I know you we're love. creative. That's why Yeah, where you I mean, you know what you like. You know yeah. kind of what you want it to look like from the beginning. But if you start with the messaging, then you can say, okay, well, this is what it really needs to feel like. Well, that may or may not feel exactly like the style you would have started with. So you just have to kind of back up and, and then make sure that all of your messaging and all of your visuals are in alignment.
0: Is your interior design firm just so busy that you don't have any time to post on your own social media accounts? Are you at a loss with what to post? You have zero strategy? Well, then you need to give us a call, Wingnut Social, or go to wingnutsocial.com and hit that Let's Chat button, and we can take that all off your plate so you can focus on what it is that you do best. And that's not digital marketing or social media. I'm going to guess, but it's designing for your actual clients. Focus on making that money and let us handle the rest because that's what we do best. Give us a call at 786-206-4331 or wingnutsocial.com. Okay. So let's, let's back up a little bit there. So we. You said that not necessarily do you want to reflect 100% of your design aesthetic in the logo because, you know, you could have another designer doing the same and you become a commodity, right? So once you have your your positioning and uh, your value proposition too as well, I'm assuming that goes into that, then how does that how do the words <laughs> translate into that that pretty logo and the fonts and the colors that we want to represent our brand how do we transfer that feel and those values into the the graphics and the physical part is that too too heavy of a question to convey here on the audio podcast <laughs> no. or to tune in <laughs> to tune into the youtube channel for this um, answer maybe
1: let's see i mean it's you have to it's like you have to unlearn everything as a designer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because you have to be very objective. And, you know, it's not about what you like and what you just kind of have a gut feeling feels good and looks good. Um, You need to, I mean, there is a ton of psychology behind colors and fonts. And so I spend a lot of time on that before we ever start designing there's a ton of time looking at, okay, what are all the words and all the feelings we want to convey with this brand? And regardless of what we actually want the end result to look like, what are the colors and the fonts that make the most sense? So, you know, and then you kind of start there and then you can tweak from there. You know, I mean, you may need some form of green because it's, you know, green is the color that, you know, feels like new life. It's refreshing and, you know, it. that may be something that you need in your brand, but maybe you hate green. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's where we get, you know, that's where it gets difficult. It's like, but you need that color. So then you have to sort of backtrack and figure out how can you get that feeling in there without choosing a color that doesn't that doesn't feel good to you because at the end of the day, it's your brand and it's personal Mm -hmm. and you have to love it. So we end up doing a lot of work on the color spectrum to figure out, okay, there's, you know, there's a lot of different choices when we say green. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to lean more heavily yellow or you're going to lean more heavily blue, we can do that and still convey what we need to.
0: I was thinking when you when you said green, the first thing I was thinking of was our our biophilic designers who are listening. That 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 would be very <laughs> appropriate. And there's there's expensive fonts, looking fonts. There's you know uh, more approachable. Depending there's there's a lot you can do with that design. And one of the things that I found that I see a lot in in our industry is interior designers. And I was guilty of this in the beginning too, but I learned quickly. No, it's not true. We think that because we're we can create spaces and rooms and 3D space that we're, we, you know, graphic design can't be that hard. We we have the eye for that and it's nothing could be further from the truth. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, there's going to be that anomaly, right? But the the logos and the branding that I've seen that were self-done by interior designers, generally speaking, not the best. So you definitely want to delegate this out to someone who has the, the background and the, the experience to look at your brand from that angle. So.
1: And all of us creative people are guilty of that. You know, I, I'm <laughs> yeah, a graphic oh, yeah. designer and I think I can go guilty. do all these other yep. things and I definitely can't. <laughs> I'm totally stay guilty. in my lane. <laughs> yeah, 100%.
0: 100%. Okay. So once we have this all down, I'm, we have our branding guidelines, right? Which is super ha- handy to have on hand, guys, by the way. Once you have someone, you have a professional doing your branding, you know, whether it's Katie or, or someone else to have that branding style guide on, on hand, how are we? How are we taking all of this magic
1: and applying it to our website? So the easiest way to start is again with copy. I'm always going back to copy. Um, (laughs) But I I think it's, it's easier for a client to see themselves in your website when you speak directly to them. So what I see in a lot of designers' websites is that they really want To rely on their portfolio and they really want it to be all about them. And it is, (laughs) but, you know, these clients need to see more than just them. Like they might be really impressed by all these projects and by your background, but they also want to read something that makes them think, oh, okay, like she gets me. And, you know, that's how I want to live and that's how I want to feel. And so if you just, sort of remove yourself for a minute and think about what you know what kind of clients you work for and what they might be looking for and just inject a little bit of that into your even your about page was really supposed to be about you <laughs> but you can talk about what you would do for them and make it a little bit about them um yeah. so start That's so smart. Yes, yeah, so yeah. just start with the copy and then you you know again you move on to your visuals and you just Are going to pull in those colors, you know, if if you have that style guide, then you know what colors to use. Um, And you can start really subtle, like, I don't think you have to like beat people over the head with your brand. (laughs) You, You know, you can keep a more minimal, simple website and, you know, less, less is more. That, that's a
0: really good point. And I, I do see a lot of designers that make that um, mistake because it, it seems intuitive. The about me page, it's hello, it's about me. Or here's the design or here's my copy. And here's why we're so awesome. And you should hire us because we are so awesome. <laughs> and which, you know, right, there's maybe there's a little bit of that trickled in there somewhere. But it really is more about how are you going to be able to help the client, they need to be able to insert themselves into the narrative, mm-hmm. right? You should yeah, be more exactly. of the, the expert who's helping them, but they're the hero of the story for sure. I, I love that. And that's terrific advice. So, what are one of the, or let's say two or three things that you would recommend to make sure that designers have all their ducks in a row before they launch or even
1: rebrand? I think um, something that's important to know is you know, what, what kind of projects are really your favorite? and you know i think people tend to they just tend to want to appeal to everyone yeah um and they they're so afraid to push someone away so but and you know it, that's just it's it's not intuitive to just only appeal to this teeny tiny little group and then everybody else you feel like you're pushing away but i think what's important to know is you know, if, if there was an ideal world, money didn't matter, you, you know, you were just independently wealthy and you could just work whenever you wanted to, what would those jobs be? You know, what kind of people would you work for? What kind of jobs would you do? What would they look like? And, and market just for that. Um, And just don't be afraid of that. Like, I think the people who boldly can have, you know, say what they want in their brand are the people who do the, the best?
0: A hundred percent. That that is such a game changer. We have our our clients who are at Wingnut who are the most successful with their marketing. We see get the most DMs for for projects are the ones who are more laser focused in that regard. Um, I can't I I can't tell you how important that is uh, the audience. How important that is to to. Um, get down there and just laser focus and don't be afraid to polarize, you know, or push uh, uh, non-ideal clients away. Right. It's, it's, it does seem counterintuitive. I'm going to lose business. i lo- leave money on the table, but no, it, it's actually going to do the opposite. Katie Saunders. Thank you so much for providing this as advice on branding your interior design business. Now I have to ask you, are you ready for the what up wing round?
1: <laughs> I'm ready.
0: What would the hashtag on your tombstone be?
1: It'll slow down after this week.
0: You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your favorite food forever. What's it going to be? Oh, Pizza, every kind. Nice. Last but not least, please recommend a book that has impacted you either personally or professionally. Atomic Habits. Great book. Who's the author on that? I forget. Uh, Do you remember? James Clear. Nice. Good memory. I couldn't. You could have held it gun in my head. (laughs) I wouldn't have remembered that. Awesome. Please tell the audience where they can go
1: to find out more about you, and we will call it a day. All right. Uh, you can find me at popandgray.com or on Instagram at popandgray, uh, P-O-P-A-N-D-G-R-E-Y. There you go. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me, Katie. Thank you. This was great.
0: All right. That's it for this Wingnut Wednesday's interview. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. When we have another amazing guest for you. And in the meantime, if you need help, With marketing your interior design firm, your architecture firm on digital, if you need search engine optimization, if you just have no idea how to attract your ideal client on all these things that are not going anywhere, they're here to stay. Wingnutsocial.com or give us a call at 786-206-4331. We're here to help you out. Remember until next time to get out there, get uncomfortable and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. But that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. Good boy, Mango.